0: and we are live back with another episode of voicing of millennials podcast we're uh getting back on the getting back on the grind getting back on the hot topics getting back to offending folks and making the evangelicals mad no i'm just kidding <laughs> we, we, we back we back it's good to see everybody thanks for joining us um if you're here if you're coming in come on in come on in more grace more grace more um, grace more grace more grace, <laughs> more grace. <laughs> if you're coming in go ahead and hit that share button and that like button and go ahead and let us know in the comments that you're watching Obviously, you already know Gonna be an interesting topic for today we're gonna try and not you know you know last week we we, we got we got some some mixed reception last week with, our, with yep, our we did that was that was interesting we, we got dms we got comments it was interesting you know what? We trucking through, man. We trucking through. It reached a lot of people, though. Not gonna lie, reached a lot of people. It it, lot yeah. of people. Over, over, like thirteen hundred people have watched that. That specific, I think that's the most views we've ever gotten on the video. That's crazy. That's crazy. So thanks, yeah. thanks to everybody that has shared, and those of you that did watch, thank you so much for watching. Um, we knew that that was gonna be a hot topic, but we didn't know it was gonna be that hot. Like I mean, that's thirteen hundred people that that watched that one that one episode. So. Um yeah. anyway, thanks for the support. We appreciate y'all. But as you can tell by the title of today's video, we're gonna be talking about does the millennial and the Gen Z generations have a problem with respect? Now keep in mind we are millennials and Gen Zers, so we are kind of speaking- I think
1: I think all of us are millennial,
0: right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, all
1: of us are millennial. Yeah. I mean, depending on who you would ask, some people might say Philip isn't a millennial because he's in '96, but he's oh, still. Yeah, that's right. He's still considered a millennial.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and get into this topic, and Caleb, I'll let you drive the boat for this one. And uh, all right, get gotcha. we'll started.
1: All right. Well, um, uh, Emma, I already good to see you, Emily. Hey, oh, see you Emily always the first one in here
2: number one
1: she's literally our number one follower (laughs) but um but honestly i thought about this the other day and um it sparked my it sparked an idea in my head because of i was on a i was on you know i was on facebook and i saw people arguing all right Saw people arguing about this subject and and i wanted to bring it to the masses and and see what say ye um about it and get philip and justin's perspectives about it um but like philip said it's it's it's, the question is do we millennials and zennials have a problem with respect um i always hear this i always hear the old people talk about well i'm not gonna call them old people but i'm gonna our elders always talk about how we how we have an issue with respect and we don't know how to respect nobody and the reason people um and if you talk to the uh evangelical church they'll say the reason why You know, people like George Floyd and Tamir Rice and uh, um, I I can name them all. But um, the reason they got shot and killed by the police is because they don't know how to respect their elders and they weren't taught those proper values. So we are going to dive into this topic and see, do we really have a respect issue or is it simply just a miscommunication between two generations? So, um, the first, the first, the first question is going to be: What did you experience about respect with the older generation? So, um, Philip, what did you experience when it came to respect
0: with the older generation? Oh man, I've had many experiences um, growing up. I mean, we've all heard this phrase: "Respect your elders." We all hear that, and honestly, especially if you're in the south, yeah, especially if you're from the south. But the weird thing is, it's just like people have misconstrued what an elder is. People think that an elder is just someone that's older than you. So you've got somebody that's like two years older than you being like, respect your elders, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, but I mean, there, there was growing up, there's a, my experience, there's always just been a, um, there's always, there's always been like, always been taught that you just respect well i mean first first and foremost you respect people but you especially respect people that are older than you and especially when you're you know uh, dealing with people that are like your parents age that's kind of around the age that you're like all right i need to start giving this person like respect respect because like they're the same age as my my parents so you know subconsciously our generation is just kind of look at people that are our parents age and automatically think like respect respect you know um we don't think peers we think of them as our elders because are about our parents or grandparents um, age. So, I mean, but my uh, experience with it, it has, has has been interesting throughout the years. I've always been known as a respectful person. And it's not because of uh, somebody being my elder, it's always been just because I'm a respectful person. Like our parents raised us to be respectful. Um, so I've never had to deal with somebody being like, oh, you're being disrespectful. Um, even though sometimes I was disrespectful, <laughs> you know, I never really had to deal with people saying that to me just because I, I was respectful, you know, um, but um, my, my overall experience has been good, but I, I do. I have seen that there's been um, an ego problem with people that consider themselves elders. There's always been, and there's always been people that have that ego issue that they just think that whatever they say goes and that they're the big boss. And just because like we have to respect elders and just because we have to you know, uh, give them a, you know, a little bit of honor does not mean that we have to go along with everything that they say. Um, because one thing that elders uh, or just older people in general have a issue doing is just letting go and letting our generations uh, carry the torch and go forward with whatever it is you know if you're talking in the context of the church you have older pastors older ministers that just won't pass the torch and won't sit sit down and let the young bucks do what the young bucks do you know in um in business you got all these business owners that you know they have employees working in their companies for years and years and years and they're faithful employees and they want that promotion they want to be able to take over and they want that torch passed to them and these old people that are just You know money hungry won't just pass the torch so i think there's also that like whenever we talk about respect i don't really think it's the fact that we don't have respect and 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 it's a good question like does our generation have respect i think we do but i think what we look for mainly now is mutual respect um if if we're if we're going to show somebody that's older than us if we're going to show them respect we kind of expect a certain kind of respect back it may not be the same. They may not treat us the same as they would treat an elder, but we look for mutual respect. And if we don't get that, then we get disrespectful because we're getting disrespected. See, the generation before us, they didn't do that. They disrespected. They, they took it on the chin like they used to say. They just used to go with the flow. They wouldn't really talk back, you could say. Um, but our generation, is just like I ain't gonna take that disrespect from you. I'm gonna disrespect you right back. Like that's just you know clap back. That's what people do nowadays. So I mean that's kind of been my my experience with with um, with, with with respect. And, and before I go down a rabbit hole, I'll go ahead and pass it to Justin. Um,
2: what did I experience about respect with the older generation? So I wanna I wanna make sure that um, that I understand the context properly before i answer are we talking in general about everything or are we talking specifically about ministry or kind of which which area are we going there
1: um just just in general um yeah th- th- this topic is more of a in general stuff i mean it can go in it can go in the ministry direction and it can go in just a simple secular direction but it's just in general what you have experienced when it came to awesome. the subject of awesome. respect
2: okay and, and just a sidebar for our audience we don't have um at least most of the time we don't have discussions about our topics we kind of pick a topic and what the questions are going to be and then we just let it fly when we get on here so um it's very organic it is uh it's very authentic none of it is pre-planned nobody knows what the other one's going to say we just let it fly and uh we hope that you guys are enjoying that um but to answer as far as experience um you know, obviously, being raised in the South um, and also in a black family, <laughs> um, <laughs> respect is a big deal. And I don't want to, I don't want to blast things too far because I know our next question is gonna. We'll get into some of that, but I would say overall, respect is a big deal to me. Um, but. Maybe not in the same sense in some ways in the same sense, but then in other other things, maybe I don't consider disrespect that that other people would have in prior generations, you know, coming up like like Phil said, you know you always heard respect your elders, you know, um, and we were taught, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no sir, you know that type of thing, you know, excuse me, you know. All of the basics, which I don't know if those are really matters of respect as much as they are courtesies, but um, that's how we were how we were brought up. Um, it's kind of funny now. I was actually recently talking to, to a family member, one of my cousins, and we're we're the same age, and we were kind of laughing about how now we are the same age or even older than some of the people that when we were children we were calling ma'am and sir, and we had to, you know, if it were if we were talking about church people, we had to say brother and sister before we could say their first name, and stuff like that, or Mr. and Mrs. or Miss, like we had to say before we could say their first name, because they were adults, and we're like, now we're the adults, and people are teaching their children to say brother Justin or Mr. Justin, and like, I'm like, what in the world is wrong here, but like, you know it's it's a part of life i guess but that was kind of more my experience with respect in regards to just in general for the most part and then of course you you know you have the don't talk back uh the don't you know if you're told to do something you just do it you don't question it you don't complain about it you don't make a noise about it you, you know that type of thing um You listen when you're being spoken to. You don't get into adult conversations if you're not an adult, like all that kind of stuff. We were just your typical Southern black version of respect. I'd say that was my experience when it comes down to it. And like you guys said, it was pretty much a matter of age. So if someone was old enough to be your parent, for the most part, those were the people that you would hold in that level, you know um or or at least close, so for the most part, if anyone was like you know maybe fifteen years or older than you, you kind of started to put them towards that ma'am sir type sex, some people you didn't really depending on the person, but definitely if somebody was old enough to like be your mom and your dad, like you treated them like like they were. You know, could like they could be your mom or your dad, <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah um i'm 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 in the same boat as you guys, uh um it was it's pretty much the same thing for me, um, um, it was just if they were older than you, automatic respect didn't matter, if they were disrespectful to you, didn't matter if they you know said something out of line to you. It was always you respect your elders no matter what and if you get caught disrespecting your elders there was going to be hell to pay um so that, that was pretty much like what you guys said that was pretty much my um experience too um it was just a very um weird thing for me because i'm a person that i i'm not like when it come for me when it comes to respect like you don't need to bow down and worship me but you need to give me basic human respect like human dignity you know in order for me to return the favor and give you the utmost respect um i was grown giving adults respect but i learned over the years to to be selective in like who i give my 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 super devoted like respect to because everybody gets dignity and respect everybody gets your basic human decency but um but people who are older i've noticed a trend Is that people who are, you know, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but boomers feel that no matter what, like no matter what, you give them the utmost and high respect. And that's where I've butted heads with 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 a lot of the older generation, um, because I'm just like, "Mm -mm, you're not going to treat me like that. You know, uh, you're just not going to treat me like that. And they're just like you know, oh, you see, you see, this is what's wrong with y'all, and you know, get into that foolishness. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, my that, that's pretty much my experience with same as you guys. Um, so I'll skip one question, and we're gonna go back to it. Um, what do you think the disconnect between the older generation and the younger generation is, Justin? Man,
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it this way. I think that the difference or disconnect is the same one that has existed from the generation prior and their elders. I don't think there's any difference. Every generation comes along with new innovation. They come along with new language. They come along with, you know, just a different way of of behaving themselves. You know, they come up with different technologies. Uh, All of these things, you know, they come up with and they make different choices and changes in their ways of thinking uh, as far as how they rear children, as far as how maybe uh, in a church setting, how they deliver sermons uh, or, or the type of music that is listening to, what is or is not sin in their ideologies. All of these things, come up and and the generation before always will look at that as as a matter of disrespect right because they feel in general typically they're going to feel like that the generation that is coming should keep going what they created and 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 i think that a time is going to probably come where we are going to be even the old people who feel like the generation under us is disrespectful and, and it's going to be because the things that we have worked hard to implement are going to be old to them. Yep. And, there, and, 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 and what happens is, as generation and generation goes on, the world changes. And this goes to, to everything. The world changes. And, and when the world changes, you are now, as an older por- person, forced to ch- change with that world or be left behind. And when you're left behind, there's this feeling of being out of place in a world you worked so hard to to create. That's a difficult place to be. And yet on the side of the young people, where they often feel is, you know, if you're not going to assist us, then get out of the way. They're moving at a faster pace. They are they are running with different ideas. They are finding ways to be more efficient. Um, and they're finding ways to do it faster, to do it better, to do it bigger. Um, all of these types of things. And so the the struggle is generally when you have one generation that's trying to keep the same because they worked hard to make it that way. And another generation who's trying to make it fit to to them and trying to do it faster and trying to do it, uh, you know, a, a different way. And and they feel like the generation ahead of them is is in the way. Um, and and I think that that's been a, a disconnect for years and years and years on ever since, whether you're talking about people who went from having landlines to cell phones or whether you're talking about pastors or whether you're talking about businesses, uh, it doesn't really matter what you're discussing, the world changes and it changes rapidly. And the older you are, the less uh, you like change. Mm. But the younger you are, the more you want. Yeah. Philip,
1: what do you think?
0: Um, one big disconnect, I think, between the two, gen- the two generations or just two generations in general is uh, just a, a disconnect. Um, they don't want to connect to the other generation which is weird because like you're, you're, you have to cohabitate in a in a support system of some sort in this world whether it's family um, church you know a business there's always a support system that has a structure of older and younger people so there's usually two generations in any kind of group capacity wherever and what I just see a lot is the fact that people refuse to disconnect with each other. And they refuse to connect so that they can understand. Like, people refuse to just understand. They, they want to have their way, and especially when it gets the older people because they feel like they're entitled to have their own way just because they're older. And because they're older, they're like, well, I've seen more of life, I'm wiser, I know everything, so listen to me, and everything's going to go okay. But then you got the younger people that are like, well, we can work smarter, not harder. So let's let's do it this way. Mm -hmm. Kind of, kind of deal. Um, And being in youth, in being in youth ministry, I, I have experienced in this a lot of just, you know, connecting to young people, younger people, a younger generation. And even, and even I find myself sometimes just being like, you know, you know, you little young thunder cats don't know nothing. You know, I've seen life, I've seen this and that. And, um, and, and, and which is true because you know the, most of them are teenagers that haven't really experienced much of life yet. But when I refuse to uh, be willing to disconnect and understand their point of view and sit down and logically talk it out with them, then I lose my effectiveness at communicating with them. And that's what happens to a lot of other people. and in, in, like I said in business, and in church, is when people can't sit down to logically think out something and why they're doing something and why they think that they should do it, uh, then your, your communication is not effective and you can't communicate because then you're just going to be like, well, I don't like their ideas, I don't like them, and therefore, you know, it's, there's going to be a disconnect, and here we are again. So, um, Having having that disconnect is is, is is on is honestly detrimental to society, um, and I can even talk about just the church. Um, like, you know, you got the older generation that don't like uh, like, like colorful lights in church. They don't like the whole uh, like you know kind of m- m- most modern churches are kind of moving towards a more minimal minimalistic stage presence with just some lights that you know add some dynamic and look modern. And older people don't like. <laughs> They're like you look. You're making the church look like the club. You, 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 We don't need all that in church and everything. But yet, the older people will have a whole forest on the stage. And think that <laughs> <old. laughs> <laughs> like, you went there. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> you got you got the older folks there. Philip, Philip, like. Philip. Like I wonder who whose idea was it to hey, put Philip. on the, the platform, purple,
1: <laughs> Philip, the, the, those purple chairs that are made to look like thrones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: like like, like, like who, who who, thought to put some scarlet hey. some, some, on, on the platform? So, you know, you, and, and at one point that was modern.
2: Yeah. Right,
0: hey, you guys you know remember the it? flags? Oh yeah, well, yeah, the flags yes. too. I, it's actually been a while since I've been in a church with that, but every time I see it, I'm just kind of like, it just kind of looks out of place. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when you're used to it, it's just there. But then at, at some point, I'm like, wait, why is the flags? Why are the flags in church? whose like, Whose idea was that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and and it was crazy. Is at one point that was modern. Yes, it you know? was. Like, at one point, wow. that generation that put plants. And, and big old chairs with purple cloth and velvet and stuff like that. People that did that were young at one point and were like, hey, why don't we do this? Yeah. And, right. then, and the older people were like, we don't need all that in church. You don't need to make the church look really like that. You don't need to put all these colors in church. All you need to do is throw up and hear the word. You just need to sit on the wooden pew. You just sit there. You know? So that, right, right. Right. Mm-hmm. At some point, they the dust right. floor. Like, 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 and actually, yeah. Remember back in, back in, back in, back in the, in the Bible days when they used to have the synagogues, people sat on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, then who, 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 so, whose idea was it to put chairs in church?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was modern yeah. at some point. That was a, that was a that
1: was a wild idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. A, a, and I wonder whose idea it was to bring electronic instruments into church. At one point, that was modern, right? I, I remember
2: even coming up how much of a fight it was in my dad's church
0: uh, to get drums. Oh, that's been a fight in a lot of churches. Oh, yeah. And even
2: crazy. today, I, I just recently spoke with a friend who, even today, which is crazy, 2021, that there are still ministries who are like, drums?
0: Rock? Right? <laughs> Guitar? Two guitars? Like, you know? So like, all these ideas. auxiliary okay. keys. Yeah, yeah. All, the, all all this stuff and, and even and even I started using back-end tracks in my church and some of the older people were like, What is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a it's a back-end track. It keeps us on beat. The loop. It gives us it yeah. gives us it, it it fills out the frequency in the background. And guess what? They don't understand a word that I'm saying. Mm-mm. Nope. They're just Not like, even. uh no, I don't like that. And I'm like, well, you yeah. don't know why I'm doing it. So let me sit down and talk to you. But most older yeah. people are just like, no, 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 no. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it. While, and while I'm trying to explain it to them, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm just like, uh, so you, so our music is just going to continue to sound trash. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where I think the big disconnect between the two generations comes is when people just don't have the capacity to sit down and understand each other's point of view and actually sit down and think logically about it it's not as much to have a conversation but going to the conversation thinking like wait i should probably learn something from this generation because yes the older generation can learn from the younger generation and vice versa like the older yeah. generation to use technology if it wasn't for the younger generation and the sure. younger generation wouldn't know what to do with that technology if it wasn't for the older generation you know so it's kind of like you you need you literally need each other to have balance you know like thanos in the world. <laughs> Thanos taught us balance. Even though he went to very very ridiculous extremes, one thing I take away yeah. from that is the man likes balance. So we I'm need balance. So, speaking of Thanos, I
1: I read I was reading that comic yesterday and it was um very, very wild because I was just like, Wow, this dude is crazy. But he always had a reason for everything he did.
0: Yeah, and then, and that's the thing. Like we and like it and, and this is and this is it, it can be a silly reference, but if you do watch the Avengers, the Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, it, like it's easy to just to look at Anos as the villain, the crazy villain that wants to kill half of life. But then when you watch the part when he justifies why he's doing it, you're like, does it kind of makes sense? Makes sense, right? but yeah, people don't want to understand. And now, yeah, it's a fictitious story. And yes, murdering half of all life in the universe is a very big extreme to try to bring balance to the universe. But, you know, it, it, it's just the point. Like, And honestly, now you just you see how Hollywood and movies try to help you be on the side of the villain. Like if you watch the Joker movie, the amount of thing oh, with the villain that's been a villain since like the early 1900s. We've all hated the Joker. We've all wanted Batman to beat the Joker. And he still ain't right. beat him. And then they make a movie and then they make you empathize and side with the Joker and be like, well, why did he become the Joker in the first place? So now people are starting to understand like, oh, well now villains can, are villains really that bad? You know, are they really villains or are we just, you know? Well, I
1: think what, I think what what's happening is that um, movies are taking more of a stance of let's, let's understand someone before we cast judgment because it's easy because, you know, the media does it every day. The media paints somebody as bad and we all, you know, we all go at them. Oh, they're bad. And it's just like, let them talk first, yep. which, which, which segues way into one of my points. Um, Like, well, I, let me just start with this. The reason I think we have a disconnect is because Philip, you alluded to it. Justin, I think you alluded to it too. There's no communication between two generations, okay? And when there's no gen- when there's no communication between these two generations, what happens is well, both generations start making assumptions about the other generation. Okay, so and one of the one of the generation one of the uh, one of the assumptions that I have seen from some people in the older generation is is that you know any. You know things that we're doing that is new. You know, it's like in their mind, it's new equals sin, new equals sin, and it's just like no, it's not necessarily a sin.
0: Modern equals secular.
1: You know, and it's just you know if if you yeah exactly, and the thing is, if you don't have those conversations with each other and you don't talk to each other, then you're gonna make those you're gonna make those assumptions about somebody. And then you the, and then if they come to us and then or if we stand up for ourselves and say, that's actually not why we're doing this, that's actually we're actually doing it because of this, and you explain yourself and they give you that 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 platform to explain yourself, then they're like, Oh, and then vice versa for the older generation. We think, oh, they're setting their ways, they don't want to budge, they don't want to move. And then when we finally have the conversation and they explain their side, we're like Oh, I never thought of that.
2: Let me let let me jump in right here really quick. One of the things we have to consider, I think sometimes that our generations, both the younger and the older, sometimes don't value what the other generation brings to the table. And oh, yes. and what we have to understand is that. Innovation is a young man's game. Yep, true. And so I think there are some people who are set in their ways, absolutely. But one of the things I've come to find out is that with the, some people are set in their ways because they don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. Their days of innovation are done. And so they actually have need of us, right? Because if they're only stuck there because the innovators, have not brought forth their innovations. Um, and there are some that would be willing to make changes, but they don't, like, you come to a point where your ideas dry up. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that's what I have found with many of the older people. It's not that they are against change, but they're fine with what they've created. Their creativity is dried up. They, they're not gonna come up with anything else. Um, and, and it's going to be up to us who have newer ideas, who have fresher minds to say, Hey, why don't we try this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, we've, we've really lost each other because like you said, we don't give each other a chance. We don't value, you see, the thing is, it's easy to just write somebody off when you don't value that person you don't value their opinion you know a lot of you know the younger generation view the older generation as oh you're washed up you are a has been the you know it it's you know the future's now get with the times we always hear that and so when you when you when you when you repeat rhetoric like that all the time and you you pretty much devalue somebody and whenever somebody is devalued they get defensive when they're devalued they get very defensive when they when they're devalued, and I, I feel like the older generation, because you know we've devalued them, and oh, you're washed up, you're has been, you know, stay out of this conversation with your old foggy ideas. They got they get defensive, and they feel like their world that they created, that like Justin you said they created, and they feel content, and they don't want to create no more. The world that they created, they feel like we are tearing it down, and it's going away. I see a lot from the older, I would say more, I'd say the Caucasian um, um, older generation on Facebook. I've, I've seen them say, we need to get back to proper morals. this that that, You know, um, we need, basically they, you know, saying we need to get back to the way the American evangelical church used to be. And America needs to get back well, to that though. Oh man, I think. <laughs> I think because
2: because <laughs> what we're not gonna do is act like the seventies never happened. Yo, yo, dude. That's exactly or what the Or The sixties. <laughs> like Woodstock been- did not happen in the two thousands.
1: No, sir.
0: So <laughs> like, I don't know so, what y'all
1: talking about. I'll put it, like Let's I'll put it like to you like this: the seventies. The seventies was a wild era because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I, I remember this. I remember you know. I, I always hear older people say, "Yeah, these kids, man, they dress like sissies. They're metrosexuals." Look at some pictures from the seventies. <laughs> look Bruh. at so Let's look at those pictures. Just Google seventies attire, seventies attire. Dude,
2: the nineties brought in long shorts for basketball. Before that, Larry Bird and them jokers were playing in boxers. The nineties, like the
0: nineties brought baggy clothes and and long shorts. But before that, you had men with capris that were skin tight. Yeah, uh-huh. had these shorts look like underwear. Like, bro, what you mean? Go back to you that.
1: Had, no, no, you, had, you had people. Mean? You had you had men in skin t- in the seventies. You had men in skin tight bell bottoms. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Skin Come tight. Come on now. But, you know, yeah, I mean, well, thing, so
2: like, don't like, give like... me that. And and, and if we're going to go further back, then, you know, I hope they're not talking about the morals before that, when they were like killing people in the street and raping slaves.
1: Because oh also
0: back. also back when women didn't even have rights. Thank you.
2: I think there's a balance to that. And, and cause yes. here's the thing, right? I know, like, I know that there, there's always been, you know, this whole more, ah, all right, let's go with it. If we're going to talk about morals and I, I I'm sorry, I don't, we, we're going to have to get back to, to Caleb, but if we're going to talk about morals, I just want to make sure that we're talking about morals for everybody and not that we are pointing out women in particular and saying that women need to make these corrections And women need to go back to their morals when you're saying that society's moral standard is busted. Because I think that in most of the cases, people who make those types of statements are making the statements that women need to change. Because in all actuality, men have not really changed. Uh
0: -uh. Honestly, no. No. We've always been a mess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: So, I, I I get concerned when we start talking about moral standards as though we're gonna put like we're gonna put all of that on women. Not to say that that there aren't corrections that women do need to make, but mm-hmm. I think if we're going to talk about right and wrong, we need to talk about everybody.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I I I think you know you, you you just you always hear that and see it on Facebook. Yep, Emily, same here. Um, you, 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 you always hear that, that, that rhetoric of, oh, you know, this, this, our country have gotten so far from God. Um, we, you know, we need to get back to our morals. Oh, here's what I have to Here's what I got to say about that. Here, here's the thing. We are not so far from God and this did not happen yesterday. This has been going on since their time, since our parents' time. There was a lot of gay people back then. There was a lot of pansexuals. There was a lot of polyamorous couples. There was a lot of, um, uh, what else? Like transgender people. There, There was a lot of that stuff back in their day. But because the idea of yesteryear was don't bring it out in public, act like a straight white American, nobody saw it and because and because now we're in a day where everybody's like live your authentic life live your true self that's our that's the motto for these generations coming up now all of a sudden when you see all these people coming out they're gay lesbian um bisexual you know, queer, transsexual, they're like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, we need to get back to God. We need to get back to our sins I'm like, bro, this has been going on since you were doing it. Dear, Dude, it dear. was always, it was always keep it to yourself. Don't
0: right. tell me. It's the same thing with it the is, cops too. Because remember back in them days, we didn't have cell phones. They didn't have body cams. But now everywhere you go, everybody's got a camera. It's not the fact yeah. that things got worse; it's just the fact that now it's getting filmed. It's exposed yeah. now.
1: Yeah. So it there's just, a lot it of gave people you people the illusion
0: to be hidden. Same yeah. thing with, with I mean, with it, it, people in the church. You see, like you know, men like Ravi Zachariah that were caught up in scandals. You know. Uh, you know, rest his soul. But he was caught up in scandal. That didn't come out until now. But back in the heyday, it was hidden and my man was prophesying on national television. So it's just like it's Dude, not, it was there is that you didn't know about it. And now in a world where everything is online, everything can be tweeted, everything can be videoed. Now we're in a full transparency and you really can't hide nothing nowadays. So now yeah. we're seeing the world
1: for what it truly is. Right. Yep. And, and 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 we're trying to have those convert like it, it's, it's just amazing. Like like I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, wow, you guys really grew up and and were you guys really grew up in a society where you really thought this never existed. But you were just they were just disillusioned nope. to think that it, it didn't exist. And it just recently started. There are people in their 60s and 70s that are that are coming out. That are leaving their true self, oh, I'm gay, I'm this, I'm that. and I'm just like the reason they didn't come out years and years ago is because back in those days they were told keep it to yourself in public, you're straight in private, you're gay. you know what I'm saying so it's right. just like so like now so like now it's a shock. it's a shock to people. it's a shock to yeah. people because you know because in, some like, wow.
0: that, in in some countries that I won't name they have the men have wives for children but then they have men for pleasure so to keep up so to keep up the appearance (laughs) so to keep up the appearance that you're married to a woman and you got a nice heterosexual marriage and you didn't you got kids and you're a family man but Mm -hmm. in the scenes you're buddy buddy with a buddy how does
2: uh how does um Brian Karen say it? Um oh that's how he does it. He goes and you bunch of booty bandits
0: (laughs) 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 Booty (laughs) bandits kills me. (laughs) Yeah, he kills me.
1: But the thing is it's like like I, I like What I don't like about the older generation, and there's a lot of things that I love, you know, people, my sister calls me grandpa, you know, people that know me know I'm an old soul. But the thing I did not like about the older generation is that they all, they perpetuated a, a, they perpetuated hypocrisy. Yeah. It didn't matter if they, if they knew, and I'm using the LGBT community here as an example, because that's probably one of the biggest things that was, that people were disillusioned by. And it's just like, oh, this only started in 2015. No, mm-hmm. this was way back in the day. Way back in the day. You know, and it's just like, like, I mean, come on. Like back in the day, as in like before America. Yeah. Like, like, like Emily said, this has been going on since Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. It only, it only became socially unacceptable in America. That's why people hid and did it. You had teachers that, you know, they went and taught and everybody thought they were heterosexual and they thought they were, you know, all that stuff. And and then, you know, now come to the 2000s, they're like, oh, I didn't know they had a boyfriend or whatever. Whenever somebody who was, homo- who was in the LGBT community came around their family, especially black family, and it was a female, she'd bring her female companion with her. But to everybody in the family, that was just her friend. But let's be honest.
2: <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> you really used to say that. <laughs> I think did <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
2: I feel like people knew what was what? going on. Nobody yes, was yes, stupid. Yes, the difference was that uh, you know, back in the days, anything evil was. Keep that, like, cover that. Don't let that come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever oh, you Christ do. Compels you. <laughs> right. Like, what? Hear no evil. See no evil. Right? So, then, and, you know, everything would come out when people died. So, when Grandpa died, you found out that Grandpa had two other women and 13 other kids. Like, mm-hmm. but his, the whole time, you never knew that. Nope. Keep everything <laughs> Hidden, that's all. Like, I can't tell you how many people that you mm-hmm. come to find out all kinds of stuff at that's their amazing.
1: funeral.
0: Yep, mm-hmm.
1: you know, people you never seen before. It's like, I remember I used to, I'm not gonna be specific, but I remember I was, you know, chilling with my mom one time at a family gathering, not gonna say which family gathering, and um, you know, I saw I was me, I was a kid, and so I was like, Mom, who's that? Mom, who's that? And she's like, oh, that's your, your uncle's uh, kid. And I'm like, no, that's not. He only has two kids. And I'm like,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I remember that. We actually had a conversation when we, when we were young. We were, we were trying to make sense of the fact, like, who is this?
1: <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait. Up, and, um, I'm like, who's that? And, and you know, in our family, you know, they'd be like, Oh, this is your cousin. I'm like, No, it's not. I know, I know all my cousins. That's not one of them. <laughs> no, you don't. No, 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 I don't no. Think any of us
0: know all of our cousins. When we talk about the fact that well, we would know, we would know our main cousins, and then a random one just comes out of nowhere and they're like, Oh, this is your cousin. I'm like, Who is this? And why are they so That's old? My <laughs> 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 like, hey. Why are they people
2: so old? Been, like people used to ship their kids off, you know, yeah. put them up for adoption. Like, cause you got to think, like back in the days, being a teenage mother was embarrassing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Oh like, yes. That was not the something stigma. to be like to be a uh, to be an unwed mother. That was humiliating. Wow. Like that was the last thing that she wanted to become in many communities. Like nowadays, it's a very it's the you know single it's single. a popular thing to do. Honestly, it's it is it is um like people will feel like they have baby fever without having a man, and they will get pregnant, and it's like whatever, you know, or maybe they don't have a yeah. husband, and you know they'll give someone else a child, and yeah, and 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 that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that. It's a different time. And in back in the days, I remember people remember all of
0: that kind of stuff. I remember what this happened? Show. This show right here that Emily's talking about. I remember watching that show on MTV. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I mean, if we look at it, I really feel like, at least in, in the context of the church, I feel like we have more people Living their true selves in church than we have ever seen before.
1: Yes, one hundred percent.
0: In previous generations, that's why it was so like talked about that people would be backslidden, but be at church and they would be showing face and they would be smiling. They'd be running a lap around the church or something like that. But then they really wouldn't live the life of someone who really professes to be a Christian. But our generation says away with that we're not going to keep up appearances if I want to live in the world I'm gonna live in the world if I want to be a secular person I'm gonna be a secular person if I want to be the- gay I'm gonna be gay if I want to I would rather you be who you are exactly Thank and you. our generation yep. is going to push out there and then the previous generation is like wait no 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 you can't do that you can't do that but keep it their- hidden keep it their hidden their generation did it but they just hit it Just like we were just talking. We have so many cousins that we don't even know who they are. Left field, man. Left field. Not even a, we have no sort of
1: relationship with them.
0: Never seen them, never heard of them. Probably never met them in my life. And here they come out because of what? Relationships that people had outside their marriage or before they were married or something like that. But now our generation is like, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be proud of it. I'm not going to sit up in Mm -hmm. church and fight it. I'm not gonna act like, and I'm gonna do, and also, and also,
1: and I'm gonna do it
0: while on birth control. <laughs> that too. <laughs> and then, and then, not <laughs> that, but I'm gonna put it on social media. I now, never, got, I never got that far, but yeah,
2: I'm gonna. Put now, it on. here's my thing. I wonder, and I, I think about this every once in a while when we start talking about the context of family and and church too, when we talk about the shame that we will put on, and I know this isn't necessarily the topic, but we're in this vein right now. Yeah. We put such a shame on people that they hid children. And I just wonder how many people were damaged and, and, and were not able to have relationships with their families yeah. oh, because we were we, were t- uh, we were we put such a shame on them, yeah. or on the parents, rather. And, and, I, and I'm not even going to say on the parents. Well, I'll, I'll say on the parents. But usually it's on the girl for Most having of, yeah. a child outside of the marriage. Or that you know, outside of a marriage, and and I don't know that that's fair to the child. No, I think that uh, the, the way I see it, I don't believe there's such a thing as an illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. Every human is legitimate. There are illegitimate relationships. Facts.
0: That's yes, true. but you
2: don't get to call a person illegitimate because the way oh, that their parents make,
0: like they didn't ask to be born. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's not fair.
0: But we're going to, and uh, I remember the circle that we ran in. They used to, they used to be like, yeah, they they ain't going to amount to be nothing. They ain't going, you know, yeah, yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. <clears> like, how do that?
2: you say that about someone? And, and you can't like you're you're saying it with intention to shame the parent. But you are mm-hmm. in you are also shunning and shaming the child and causing that child to grow up with all of these issues. And you have robbed a person of community because you're trying to punish someone for sin.
0: And that's that's another area where people in church have be tried to become judge jury and executioner. But instead of extending grace, they want to just extend that judgment and be like, okay, we're gonna shun you because of that. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Where's yeah. your grace? I, it,
0: I mean it's like a hell on earth. Yeah, but 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 and, 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 the people in that are in position that are abusing people in church. Oh, come on. But you're gonna you know, kick the person that is a single mother out, and you're going to shame her. You're going to shame the child. You're going to shame the relate the relationship and everything. Oh yeah, she lived in sin. Uh, she fell away. But then you got people in church that are genuinely hurting people. Yes. Sure. Where's
1: the judgment for that? And I, and 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 the, and, the thing, and here's one of the things um, that I have noticed about the older generation. They feel that because we live without a mask we are disrespecting their generation we're disrespecting god we're offending
0: god because now we're starting to be our true selves in church
1: authentic and 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 that's kind of what i've cultivated good or bad i want to be authentic yeah and as justin uh said earlier i want i would rather somebody come to church that's gay out proud, transsexual, married, whatever. I'd rather them come to church out and proud than for them to come to church in the closet, marry somebody in the closet, and it further hurt, it hurts more people. I'd rather them come to church, hey, I'm gay. And then the church right then and there, everybody sees them, they, oh, that person is gay. That person is trans. That person is is whatever, right? You know, and they see that, and they have to deal with it, and they they have to deal with it. They have to deal with the fact that hey, you know what? We have a person who is a part of the LGBT community that's going going to our church, and 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 that's what a lot of Christians struggle with because they feel that especially especially when it comes to homosexuality, they Christians feel like that should be hidden. And no, it should never be seen. It can't come, they, they can't come to church, they can't worship the Lord, they can't be on the music team, they can't hold positions in the church, they can't preach, you know, because because American culture has found it so repulsive, and they have pretty much subjugated a, a whole sector of people because of it. And here's the thing I don't know if
2: we always realize. What we are asking people to do when we ask them to hide. This is what we're asking them to do. We're asking them to lie. Yep. Lying is sin. So what you're actually saying is, hey, sin by hiding another sin so God can accept you.
0: It any doesn't sense. make any sense. Yep. that That's the issue. Because the church doesn't does doesn't know how to deal with those situations. Well, I shouldn't say I should say the church people. Like, imagine if somebody in your church did come out as being gay, but yet they still want to serve God because there are people like that. Okay? All gay people aren't like, oh, I'm anti-God, I'm atheist. No, 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 no. There are legitimate gay people out there that believe that they are in the right with God and that they are a Christian and everything like that. They genuinely believe it. So how do exactly. you deal with somebody who loves their faith but also loves the same sex?
2: And Most I will say this emphatically.
0: Them, that's a huge that's a that's
2: a, And I know this one might get me in trouble but this is the this is the truth and I believe this. You do not get to delegitimize someone's walk with God because they are homosexual. Oh,
0: oh, 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 Wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. wait now. Wait now. But but I thought that, you know, homosexuality is an abomination unto the Lord. Here's what I would like to know.
2: We have people who are have huge lying problems, and lying isn't one of the
1: Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Homosexuality is yeah. where's that? Is not it's not in the Ten Commandments.
2: It's not in the Ten Commandments. And you see and, and I don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not legitimizing that behavior. I do think Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but yeah but, but I am saying that I think and, and here's the thing, and I was thinking about this earlier. I don't think Christians have an issue with well, I won't say Christians in general, but I don't think most Christians have the issue of loving people who live an alternative sexual lifestyle. But I think we have an issue with knowing how to display that love because for whatever reason, that particular thing is such a triggering thing for, for Christians oftentimes that we think when someone is living a lifestyle that is antithetical to what it is that we believe, then we think that love is scaring them with hellfire. Yes. And Ah. that's not gospel. One thing you have to understand oh man, I'm saying all the bad stuff tonight. Everything that's biblical isn't gospel.
0: Mm. Because we haven't, because some people don't correctly define gospel. Right.
2: The gospel is the good news. And And You know, whenever I see Jesus dealing with anyone who is in, in any type of behavior that is deviant to righteousness, his attitude towards them, it never condones their actions, but he never condemns the person.
1: And are we... But what do we see? Go ahead. But what do we see? We see people who don't condone the actions and condemn the person. And then they veil it as, oh, I love them because I chasten them. Right. Right.
2: Those who I love, I chasten. Great, great, great. But here's the thing. You can't chasten someone or chastise someone who is not yours.
0: Thanks. Thanks, dude. Who
1: puts and- put you in charge of them?
2: And and, and 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 furthermore, the scripture says that by love and kindness have I drawn you, or loving kindness have I drawn you. And I think that one of the problems that we have is that Jesus put it this way. He said, if I be lifted, I will draw all men unto me. And I fear that yep. We don't always lift up Jesus, the life of Jesus, the legacy of Christ. We don't always lift him up. And okay. and and please understand lifting up Jesus does not necessarily mean that you're quoting the scripture. But it is it is to raise up the lifestyle, the thought the thought processes, the ideologies, the lessons that Jesus brought and living that out, that raises up the character of Christ. Jesus was so attractive to people that everyone else said, Yo, you are out of pocket. And I think that the reason that sometimes we are more repulsive than attractive is because we fail to allow that life to be lived out through us and through ours. And so. You know, we end up bashing people and we really tend to uh, to lift up the Pharisee life
0: more so than the life of Christ. Well, that's the disconnect. That's the disconnect between the two generations is the previous generation likes the Pharisee life. Meanwhile, the current generations are more like, I don't want to hide who I am. Why? Honestly, that's and like and a situation think- with like Lil Nas X is like he was uh, clearly hurt by the church, hurt by the previous generation and how they treated him in his pursuit of, you know, finding himself. So now he's lashing out and he's like, I'm going to be my true self. And not only that, but I'm going to flaunt it in front of your face. I'm going to rub it in your face because this is who I am. And that's the disconnect between the two mm-hmm. generations, because I don't think anybody really. Sat down, especially from the previous generation. I don't feel like anybody really sat down no. with this man and really logically tried to find out what's going through his mind. Try to find out what he thinks. Try to find out why he is the way he is. Instead, they went straight to rebuke. They went straight to cast out. They went straight to condemn. That's what they went. That's what they went to. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and and it just further drives home the point: um, communication yeah communication yeah. like you are, um, our generation like you, you remember uh larry reed said transparency is the new ministry it is yeah. yeah it is and and that's what we are doing as young people is we're just being transparent and and the thing is is, is th- that's why we have to kind of reconstruct christianity and represent it to the world again, because people feel that when you're a Christian and when you're going to church, you f- they feel like you have to be you have to have you have to look like you have it all. To, you have to. You remember the saying back in the day, fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah, fake it till you make it. They feel like they feel like, oh, I'm coming to church. OK, I got to fake it till I make it. And that is a terrible precedent, especially in terms of your your spiritual health, your spiritual well-being, because if you're just faking it till you make it. Let me ask you something. If you're faking it till you make it, will you ever make it?
0: You never know. No, but I mean, to, to just so so, go ahead and, and and kind of drive this home. Like we we we, we want there to be um, transparency between generations, but also open communication, a two way street yes. type of communication. That's a like, powerful powerful thing. Mm-hmm. We, we, we respect those that are older than us. We, we, we respect our elders and we obviously stand on the shoulders of giants. We do. But we also. Yes. And, and I'll even I'll even I'll even just give give a biblical story just to kind of drive home the point. David in Second Samuel, chapter 21, David was fighting um, the Philistines once again. And, and, you know, David was a little up in age and I think I'm pretty sure this was his final battle. He he came to a point where he just he got tired during the battle, and uh, Ishbi who who is the son of Rapha, who was a giant, so Ishbi banab was a giant. So now David's fighting a giant. Um, You know he already fought Goliath years ago, and now he's got to fight another giant again. And David became tired, and the giant came to him and told him that he was going to kill him. And the only reason why David survived that battle is because his nephew abishai came and killed the giant now it's powerful because what 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 if david would have been like no 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 no, abishai i got this i fought a giant before you know you i don't need i don't i don't need help from my nephew to defeat a giant because i've I've already done this you know so and that's and that and that can be a disconnect between generations like that that story shows me that David had to let Abishai help him in order for the whole team to be victorious in the battle. So in order for us to be victorious yeah. these days, we have to collaborate amongst generations. Yes. yes. David fought a giant before. David knew how to, David was like, David was like, one of, like the, had to have been the most powerful warrior in the Bible. Like, uh, what, what a king David was. What a great leader he was. But he could not take on that giant. He had to let Abishai, do mm-hmm. like David's moment of glory, was over. He had to pass that torch to his nephew. So it'd then his nephew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Look at it like this, Philip.
1: The slingshot and rock, which is the old hymns, the uh, con- the conduct, order, and doctrine the traditions. The, the slingshot and the rock. Would not have been able to work on Ishbinab. David no. needed to let uh what um homie, his little dude, his little homie help Abishai. him out with his new methods. Abishai, he needed to help his, he he needed to use his new methods to get the same job done. Yeah. The old slingshot of door knocking, the old slingshot of of uh, Christmas caroling, the old the old slingshot of passing out tracks. The old slingshot of 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 creating CDs of your church,
0: yeah, like I'm like not like, going to work on those, these giants. Those numbers. are old slingshots, and yeah, you need to let the younger generation do what they do best, and that's be the because the arrow in, in 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 the bow of a skilled marksman. And and those are, and and those are just kind of my closing thoughts. Is is just no. that I mean, there there needs to be collaboration. Let's deal with that.
2: Yeah. yeah, That that phrase that you just used of 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 an arrow in the bow of the old generation, what mm-hmm. what that means is, see, when you're when you're talking about an arrow and a bow, you select an arrow and you shoot it out. You send that out to hit its target, and you watch it. And and my. My fear is that some people maybe don't understand that their arrow season is over and that it is now their bow season.
0: It's the bow season. It's That's your fair. season
2: to sin. Hey. But I also fear that some of us in our in our generation and this is this is dealing probably more towards the ministry side. Some in our generation feel like it's their time to be the bow and the arrow at the same time.
0: You can't. You can't be Batman and Robin at the same time.
2: Yeah. You and, can't, and, and can't and be just yourself. because you, you can be sharp. Yeah. But you have no accuracy. You have no power. You have nothing pushing you. So you, you can't happen. really be as effective as you need to be because nope. even though you're sharp, nothing is pushing you out right and so i think it is important for us again to have that that value um uh on both sides to understand because a bullet has is powerless Mm -hmm. by itself yeah Yeah. it 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 has no function without arrows
1: So, you know, that that is such a great that's such a great illustration. That is such a good illustration. I'm probably going to make a graphic later and and post it. But um, but yeah, like because think about it, Justin, think about it. The older generation is wiser. The older generation, they're like pillars. They're a strong base. And for for a bow, for a really good bow, you need a strong base when because when you load it to send that arrow to its target, it needs to have as much force behind it as possible yes you know so i i totally that that's such a great illustration and and i
2: think that part of the failure of our generation is because some of the bows have not sent out the arrows Mm
1: -hmm. the bows are still acting as arrows
2: as arrows but then the other side of that is that sometimes some of the arrows won't wait to be sent
1: they're jumping out the quiver
2: Hey, they're moving too quick. And 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 when they crash before they reach destiny, before they hit the bullseye, before they hit target, they're failing. They're failing because there's not enough force behind them. Yeah. Because it is it is the bow that gives the arrow its velocity. And so I I, I mean It is hard. Trust me, I get it. I'm speaking as an arrow. Sometimes it is difficult to to wait. Mm -hmm. There are Mm -hmm. moments where you are so full of ideas and you are so full of vision and you are so full of, you know, uh, things that you want to see done that that you you are ready to, to be out there. But you've got to understand that it doesn't matter how sharp you are. If
1: there's nothing behind you, woo,
0: right. yee, we gotta do a whole another session on Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I got, I got two, two more episodes. If you guys want to do a, a part two, then we, we, we oh yeah, it. we could do this
0: because we yeah, never I mean, even got um,
1: to the other couple questions. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, th- this topic, it, it just, it just has so much in it. Because it's very it's not, broad, man. Because it's not just the, the idea of. Oh, who who's disrespectful and who's not. It we gotta go way back. And we have to we gotta hit we gotta hit all of it in order unpacking. for everybody. Yeah, we have to unpack this because, because we gotta unpack it so that we can so all go
0: deep. Un, yeah. Yeah. Like we gotta it goes, so deep, it goes so much deeper than yes, ma'am, yes, sir. It goes so much deeper than speak when you're spoken to. It goes so much deeper than mutual respect between humans. Like this is real respect you really got to unpack it and you have to learn it right and you have to it to your heart it can't just be just like the outward stuff that our that our parents generation taught us like it's more of like a lifestyle and a mindset that you have Come to on. unpack, and you have to learn it like it's not because just there it are some people that you will treat with courtesy that you don't respect Absolutely. And that's actually one thing that I, I like to use the military as like a as a as a as an example, because in the military, you may have somebody that outranks you, but they haven't earned your respect. There are so many people that I give them customs and courtesies. I, I call them sergeant. I stand at parade arrest when I'm addressing them. I salute the officer, but you don't earn my respect until you've earned my respect. I'm not going to come let's deal with that. Yes. I'm not going to come to you with my problems if I don't respect you, but you're still, you still ma'am. You're still Sergeant. You're still Colonel, et cetera, et cetera. But you haven't earned my respect. Right. See, that's,
2: that's the piece right there that I think we miss when we start talking about respect is that respect is earned. Not given. You, you don't, you don't deserve my respect by virtue of being you. <laughs> or just existing but respect is earned uh by your actions and by your words and by the the, the, the person that you are and the things that you have accomplished all of You're those right. things play uh or play rather a role in developing uh or or you know, in someone developing respect for you or you earning uh someone's respect respect is very rarely automatic
1: Mm -mm, No. I mean, with me, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, And so I think
2: that's one of the things that has to be understood is you absolutely must earn respect. And with every individual that you come into contact with, you are resubmitting your respect application. Absolutely. You have to start brand new. So start fresh. From scratch.
0: Max. Whether that's a, with a,
2: a child, or whether that's with an adult, or whether that's with a teenager, every person that I come in contact with, I am presenting an application for respect. But you don't owe that to me until I have demonstrated the character and qualities necessary for you to respect me.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I have a I have a story about respect that I'll tell in the tell in the next live, but um. But guys, that oh, yeah. this has been so good. This has been so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey man, I, we're I, I've, we're, I've we're it. unpacking. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 unpacking, guys. And um, I'll like Philip said to close out. I'm. It's just communication. Um, older generation, I implore you, just ask the younger generation. Talk to us. We want to talk to y'all too. Like we want to talk to y'all. We're not. We don't hate y'all. Like we we want to talk to y'all. Yeah. But when you do talk to when you do talk to us, listen up. When you do talk to us, don't come at us from an angle of criticism or malicious criticism. Because there's 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 constructive criticism, cri- there's constructive criticism and there's destructive criticism. Come at us from a place of constructive criticism. Come at us from a place of, I want to talk to you. I want to have this conversation with you. Guarantee you a lot of ground will be made in that discussion. Rather, whether instead of you coming at them from a point of I'm older than you, I know more than you, you're dumb, what you're doing is stupid, all that kind of stuff. So just communicate, communicate. And um, we're going to do a part two to this because we have more to unpack and more to talk to talk about. And we really hope you guys tune in Share, like, and share. Get those Facebook algorithms working like they're supposed to. And um, yeah, I'll have this episode
0: on the last one because man, that algorithm, oh, yeah. man, that went crazy on the last one. So for thank sure, yeah. seriously, seriously, thank y'all for the support. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. But um, every, every like
2: and that. every share, every comment, man, it's appreciated. You gotta understand. We have a chat, and literally every we look at the numbers after the episodes and go back and like, hey guys, did you see how many? Like we're looking, we're we're you know we we it, we're we're appreciating it, and we're not we're you know we're doing this because we want to add value, uh, to your life and to to your thought process and give you materials, uh, to to develop your own opinions. And so um, we hope that you guys are enjoying this content and um, and 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 take these things that we discuss and have conversation. Use it as a basis of conversation. Um, get get conversation. Send these videos to your group chat, man. Have have that group chat discussion. Get that group chat all
0: lit. Yeah. Have that oh, thing jumping, cool. jumping. Jumpin'. Yeah. Well, thank you, but, thank you for joining us. And um, yeah, we'll we'll see y'all next time. Y'all take it easy. More grace. More grace. More grace. <laughs> more <laughs>
2: grace. All
0: right. See you.